Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. As my dog Jeezy would say, guess who's Bazak? Still smell the draw on my clothes like Krispy Kreme. I've been cooking the most. Man, we back in the building. Man, you What's can't going say on, that guys? on the show, man. Stop talking about drugs on the show. Man, who, Jeezy was talking about donuts. Oh, all uh, right. Anyway, yeah, so what's been good, dog? <laughs> Man, it's been a long time, bro. It's been a long time. Well, really? I'm, I'm glad we back at it, man. It's good, good to talk to you, bro. I never thought I'd say that, but it's good to talk to you. <laughs> I never thought I would say that. You feel you, That is what it is. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping because, you know what? It's got to, you know, for, for all the listeners, y'all know, you know, if y'all listen to at least one of these episodes, y'all know I'm a big Cowboys fan. So we finally making the moves that we need to be making, so we might as well get right into it because we got to – I'm about to lead off right with that, huh? Right yeah, out the gate. Might as well go ahead and go with it. So Zeke finally then got paid. Uh, Six-year, $90 million contract, $50 million guarantees. The highest paid uh, running back in history to this point. Um, what you think about that deal, man? Well-deserved, well-deserved. Zeke was smart the whole lot. You know, the shelf life on running backs a particular short. So you got to get your money when you can, man. So I'm glad he cashed in. He stood still, held firm against the powers to be, and he got rewarded for it. Yeah, I agree, man. It was, you know, a lot of big talk about him going to Cabo and all this and not not participating in this, this, that, and other. And I, I get it, and I think I think the NFL and the players, um, the players are going to have to really come up with a uh, – a serious thing to probably stop this holdout thing. Not saying that I think it's bad, but um, I think the NFL, I don't think they like the way that look and the way that I don't think those owners like their hands to be forced. So they're going to try to probably figure something out to kind of hush that a little bit or change the market to where they guarantee a little bit more money over time or whatever they can do to try to alleviate this uh, holdout problem. But I think it worked in Zeke's, in Zeke's favor to a certain extent. I think for the next three years, um, hopefully he can get all his guaranteed money because I think after that, if he want to get another extension after three or four years, he's not going to get nothing. Um, but at least he'll be in that top five ranking of uh, highest paid running backs for the next two, three years, possibly, or whatever. Yeah, so, I, I, I think I – think, um, the solution, well, part of the solution or what would help with that problem is if on these rookie contracts, it wasn't tied in so long. Because a lot of the time, that's what the holdouts be because, you know, if you sign a four-year, five-year rookie contract and in two years you're a superstar, there's no way you should be, you know, constricted to just that contract. It's, it should be something that can be reworked because you're not being paid for what you're doing out there, you're overperforming your contract, basically. Right, right. Well, tell me this: I saw somebody tweet this. I don't, I can't get a credit to him because I don't. I forget the name, but they one person said um, one way to solve that problem could be letting players come out of college a year earlier than than they do now. What do you think about that? Um, I think that's a good idea, but I just think some people. Of course, it's going to mess over themselves by thinking 
that they can come out earlier than what they really should right. and going to hurt themselves in the long run because football is such a physical sport, man. And I think those three years that you have to wait after high school is in place so your body could develop more and, and, and get ready for that type of punishment that it's going to take at that next level. You know, you got to figure uh, two years after high school, a uh, sophomore out of college may not be physically ready for that type of punishment he's about to endure. But who knows, you know, yeah. there's, there's a, a bunch of different things that, that they can put in place that can help with this situation. I, I totally agree. Uh, but one thing, and Sh- I heard Shannon Shaw point this out, um, one thing you never you never hear about is a quarterback having to hold out to get paid. Uh, now we're gonna get into Dak Prescott in a minute, but speaking on the quarterback situation, Jared Goff just got a four-year, hundred thirty-four million dollar extension, one hundred and ten million guaranteed. Um, I know uh, you know you got some ties, but do you feel like Jared Goff is uh, deserving? Of this uh, contract? Well, I mean, I know some people are going to be in the uproar saying he don't deserve this and he don't deserve that. But the fact is, it's the market in the NFL. Quarterback is the most highly coveted position. You you tend to want to lock down. When you do get a good one, you tend to want to lock him down for a long time. And we know that with every good quarterback, it's just going to reset the market. So whatever the quarterback got before, they're going to go above that because that's just good business as far as negotiating on behalf of your agent when you got an agent to negotiate on behalf of you. So, Jared Goff, I mean, he's been starting for two years, two-time Pro Bowl, went to the Super Bowl one year. Um, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Would I have given him that? Probably not. But I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been much lower than that, is what I'm saying. Like, you know, if, if it wasn't, I'm million guarantee. It may have been somewhere around 80, like like that Kirk Cousins got with the Vikings that he didn't deserve, but that's neither here nor there. But it would have been somewhere around that range. I just think that, that the Rams was just forced to go above whatever the last guaranteed contract was. So that's why he got that type of money. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's kind of, you know, out the blue, like you said. It, it, it was out the blue for this to even happen. Uh, I definitely wasn't expecting it. Um, but, I mean, honestly, I immediately just think about Dak Prescott because with all these deals happening, even I mean, even um, the Cowboys did sign uh, Lyle Collins, too, um, to a big extension. Good move. Good um, move. Which, yeah, they, they sharing up their O-line, so that is a good move. Um but I think about Dak Prescott, and I, I, as far as Jared Goff goes, I don't think it's, I don't think he don't deserve it because I feel like you got quarterbacks that's getting paid lots of money, and they haven't accomplished what he accomplished, hence uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, but exactly. But you you know like you say the mark the market calls for it, and that's kind of that's kind of why it made me think about Dak Prescott because I feel like. Dak Prescott is just as good as any of these other guys in the sense of winning. I think he's like number four or five in the first four years of his career. All time, um, how many games he won? I think he won 33 games, something like that. 
Don't get me wrong. I yeah. don't think he's arm talent wise the 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 best quarterback I've seen. I don't think he's Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes or anything like that. But he went games. Um and he yeah. pulled threat. And most people not saying this, but he got a excuse my French, he got a shitty coach. He really got a shitty coach. That they yeah, don't yeah. utilize him to the best of, of their ability. So in my mind, I look at him. You put him in Ty uh, McShay system. You put him with any other great coach, a really off, great offensive-minded coach. It wouldn't even be a problem to even talk about this man being the highest-paid quarterback because he'd probably have crazy numbers because he got a better coaching system. Um, yeah. But don't get me wrong. Zeke is the 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 heartbeat of the offense, but that don't mean Dak Prescott should be. Uh, undervalued because of that. And I think a lot of people undervalue him. So I hopefully Dak Prescott get his money. Do you think he's gonna become the highest paid quarterback? Man, it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say. You know, I just said I wasn't willing to make Jerry Goff the highest paid quarterback. But I did feel like he deserved, you know, close to that amount of money. So I do feel like he's ahead of Dak Prescott. I feel like Prescott should be paid well. I don't know if he should be paid the highest paid quarterback, but he definitely deserves in that upper echelon of money because he's not getting nowhere near the money he deserves right now. But if I had to make a guess, I would assume that probably so. He probably will be highest paid if I had to just take Jerry Jones for the type of person he is. Well, my thing is this. How long that lasts? Like, I mean, let's just be honest. Zeke gonna probably be the highest paid running back, and Golf gonna probably be the highest paid quarterback for the longest of a year. Like that's it. If that long, you know what I'm saying? Somebody else gonna be up to get paid. Saquon gonna want to get paid in the next couple years. He gonna want to be the highest paid running back, which he deservingly so. McCaffrey gonna want to be the highest paid running back, deservingly so. Kamara, same thing. All these things going to end up piling up. It's short-lived to be the highest paid in history now. It's not even that important. So, not saying that, and that's kind of probably counter, that's kind of probably like a counter against my argument for Dak, but my, I'm basically saying it to say, might as well pay him now. Because it ain't going to last long. <laughs> so, I think they should have paid him before they yeah. paid Carson Wentz. Especially before they paid Jared Goff. Because it's like, now you got to pay him above that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you just, you're just forcing your money to be more and more kicked out. And uh, it's, it's just crazy, bro. So we'll see. That's, that's definitely true. You're right about that. The earlier you get it back, you know, the, the quicker somebody else will come in and, and top it. Just like Julio about to reset the wide receiver market sometime soon, probably, more than likely. But with our luck, it'll happen right after, you know, we record the show or whatever. Exactly. That's the way we Exactly, cause what Michael Thomas deserve deservingly so got the contract uh-huh. that he got, and he set the market. Now Julio, who is arguably the best receiver hands down in the league, he gonna get paid. They gonna pay this man. You don't have a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have a choice. He different. He different. So, um, that's that's just how it is. So it don't last long. So my thing is. If I'm if I'm the Cowboys, I, I don't think they dropped the ball. I just think that they should have moved a little faster. I think they're a little slow 
to to what they should have been doing. The trend is to go ahead and get it out the way and make them the highest paid quarterback. So they ain't gotta be the highest paid quarterback nothing for a month, nothing but for a month and you save a few few million dollars. Or whatever. Yeah. But had they did it earlier in the offseason then this year go shit would have happened. That's all right. Yeah, no stuff would have happened. <laughs> we wouldn't even be dealing with this right now, you know. It would have been a blue over. Nobody yeah. even be talking about Dak Prescott right now. Exactly, exactly. But I think I think Dak Prescott deal is gonna happen soon. Um, we'll see. But I think it's gonna happen soon. It's been a lot of talks about his contract is gonna happen. They thinking in the next forty eight hours. Uh. But I think it's gonna happen if not before the season starts. It's gonna happen by mid-season, and then who's to say Dak Prescott might not just go clean off this year and have like the best season of his career, and then be like, okay, now you deserve to pay me. Like I, you gotta pay me now, you know. So now I'm about to run the bag up. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Uh, so that's gonna be interesting. But to transition a little bit, because, you know, we didn't talk enough about my team, so we're going to talk about your team, because your team had uh, some changes, <laughs> let's just say. Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> some, some changes happened to the Indianapolis Colts, for those who don't know who Rashad's team is. Uh, Andrew Luck retired. Yeah. As, a, as a Colts fan, how? what was your initial reaction? I threw up. I was literally sick. I heard the news. I walked outside and I literally threw up. It was right. Oh, I found out right before, right before we were doing record. The other podcast. Um, shout it out. One cup in. And I literally was sick to my stomach. So now, over a week and a half later, um, I'm not that upset. You know, I understand why he did it. He, he did what he felt like was best for his body. And you can't be mad when a man makes a decision that he felt like was best for him. You know, it would be selfish of you to be mad, mad about it. And you just, you just... You move on. Like, you find a way to move on. It's, it's the Jacoby Brissett era right now. I don't know how long this is going to last. We just paid, we just paid him um, yep. $30 million, or $30 million extension over the next two years. I guess that's just to see what he does. You know, and if he, if he performs well, then he'll get another extension, the long-term one. And if he don't, they'll be able to cut ties with him pretty quickly. We signed the backup quarterback, Brian Hoyer, to a three-year deal. I guess just in case this percent thing don't work out. Hoyer, who's a, who's a veteran, not great, but he is a great option for a backup. Right. I and, and, you know, you, you just got to you gotta pick yourself up. You got to figure out a way to go get it done, man. That's the stage we're at right now. I'm still kind of in disbelief, but I, and my theory is I told people this. I think Luck will be back. I don't that, think he'll be back with question. Indianapolis. I don't think he'll be back in Indianapolis. I do think he will be back there. I made that for about a two years. He's only 29. I just see after two years, he's 31 years old. He didn't meet a couple kids. He just got married this offseason, traveled the world with his wife. And then after a while, he's like, you know what? I think I want to get it some other run. And he's completely healthy. And nobody's talking about him. 
away from the spotlight. I think he might want to give it another shot. So I wouldn't be surprised if y'all seen Andrew Luck again. Well, I think if he come back, which is just, to me, it play right into what you said. But the only difference in what I think and what you think as far as him coming back is that I think he coming back, if he come back, he's going to come back to the Colts. Um, two years off. Think so? Brissett got a two-year extension. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes sense for him to come back. Like, he just needs time to recover his body and see if it's something he want to do again. He's so young. He left the game so young. And then uh-huh. at his – literally, uh, other than the injury, yeah. at his prime. Like, I mean – Right. If Pat Mahomes wouldn't have had, like, the crazy outstanding year that he had, it would have been a debate who should win MVP between him and him. Right. Um, right. So, um, and, I mean, that's an outlier-type season that Pat Mahomes had. It's not like a regular – that's not regular. You know, like, that that happens every so so often. So, and mm-hmm. look, still got it. Um, but if he stay away from the the, the, the league, you know, I would respect it. I kind of respect it how he came out and said it. I think he just couldn't beat the media to the punch. Uh, it's kind of like a leak a – leak, some leak music or something. Like, he just couldn't yeah. – he couldn't actually go out and do it himself. It, it just got leaked out. And I think it would have been better. I think social media kind of dropped the ball with that. I think it would have been better if he just came out and said it on his own, you know, and allow him to go out and retire the right way, like, and have that speech that he had. Because I think that made you understand him a little better on why things happened the way they did and why he felt it was necessary. Because initially just hearing it, you're like, what the hell? Like, this man only yeah. got a calf injury or he only got an ankle. And, you know, it's like you thinking, like, why would he quit? But then when you hear it, it's like, okay, okay, I respect that. But I think Brissette going to be good, man. I think y'all going to still have a good team. Y'all got a hell of an offensive line. Y'all got a lot of good pieces in place. I mean, y'all still got a, a really good receiving core. Uh, y'all got a, deep, yeah. a pretty good uh, running back core. Only question is Brissette. Yeah. And Brissette, to me, I don't think he's, like, not proven. I think he, I think he's done enough to to get a, to get this opportunity. So I'm glad they went ahead and signed him. Um, I think right. he deserved that. Yeah, he do. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, and we gonna, I mean, we gonna get into it a little bit later on on these divisions and stuff like that. And we'll better talk about what they're gonna do in the division. But, um, I mean, I, I ain't, I'm not necessarily counting y'all out. I know, you know. You know, we we know we don't necessarily like each other teams and stuff like that because it's each other teams. <laughs> but I just 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 on some on some for real for real stuff. Y'all team not garbage, just cause luck not there. Y'all team still y'all still got a really good core in place. Um, yeah. so we'll we'll see how that go. Um, but all these people getting signed, one person they basically told him they not gonna give him no contract and they looking to trade him, and that's Melvin Gordon. Who, Man. who, production-wise has been top five in production the last three, four years, um, if not better than that. Um, don't get me wrong; he has had injury problems, so I can understand why he hasn't got the extensions that he wanted. But he's also being put on the trade block. Uh, so the question isn't now: Is he gonna reset the market, or what kind of contract he gonna get? The question is now: Who he gonna get traded to? Uh, they only say they got one real prospect of a trade partner, but they asking for a first round pick and a fifth round pick right now. Um, yeah. Which 
before before we get into who he should be traded to, do you think that's too much? That might be a hair too much. Considering what what the Seahawks just gave up to get Jadavion Clowney, which was two players and a third round pick. You can't come back to Melvin Gordon and demand the first round and the fifth round. Like to me, if, if we basing it on the market, I think that might be a hair too much. A team giving up a first round and a fifth round and didn't have to pay this man when he get there—that's a lot. Right. I agree. Um, what do you think he should go for? Because he was a first round. Oh. Pick. He was. And like I said, I'm just going based off the trade market. If you ever notice in the NFL, people never get equal value for trade. Like I just gave an example with the Jadavion Connor situation. I think uh, maybe like uh, a second and a fourth or something like that. Or maybe even a, a, you know, a second and a third is, I think, is, is fair. If I give you, or, or even if you did a second this year and a future second, maybe next year. Right. You know, I don't see anything wrong with that. But to to demand a first round pick for a player that you got to pay, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. And see, I I kind of look at it like this working in Melvin Gordon's favor in the sense of one, he ain't on the field, so he can't get hurt if he's not playing. So. Mm-hmm. You you he gonna he's gonna hold out. He's not gonna play. That's what he's saying. At least you not gonna pay him. But then the longer you wait to trade him, the less you can trade him for. So yep. y'all asking for this high mark. They kind of pulling like what the Lakers did with that whole Anthony Davis. I mean, not the Lakers. The Pelicans did with the whole uh, yeah. Anthony Davis thing. Like they wanted all these high demands for this player. And don't get me wrong. I think Melvin Gordon is. If not elite back, he borderline right there. Like, if he right under, if if there's a a level right under elite backs, I think he fit that mold because he can receive yeah. the ball, he can run the ball between the tackles. He's proven. Um, he's productive as hell. So, I think he deserved yeah. to get his money. But I don't, I just think it's too much. You trying to you trying to offer that much, and you know this man don't want to play for y'all. So y'all not gonna be having to pay him any money if he not playing. So you might as well yep. go ahead and get rid of him and try to get you either an asset in return that's, that can actually play for you this year or get you some futures, a second and a third or a second and a fourth. Them not bad picks, especially if you draft well. So, right. yep. so I, I think that's going to be interesting. Now, who do you think he should be traded to? If I had to pick someone that I think Melvin that I think Melvin Gordon should be traded to. I think it's the San Francisco 49ers. Damn, that's a good pick. With, with the running back, uh, Jared, you know, they cut Carlos High uh, last year. And, and they signed Jordan McKinnon to replace him. He tore his ACL last year. So 49ers went essentially last year without a starting running back. So they signed Tevin Coleman in the offseason, but that was to split the load with Jared McKinnon, who should be coming back off the ACL injury. Right. He tore his ACL again. So he's going to be out this year as well. Jerry McKinnon tore his ACL again? Damn, yeah. that's news to me. I did not know that. Yeah. So, 
why not go in and bring in Melvin Gordon, have Melvin Gordon and Tevin Coleman as your back? I think that that is a real, real upgrade to that position for them, and he will fit so well in that offense, especially if you believe Jimmy Garoppolo to be the quarterback that y'all think he is, then that would give them another element to that offense that they don't have. I mean, Melvin Gordon we're talking about, the man's a two-time Pro Bowl. You know, like, he, he's definitely productive, and, and he would be a great, great addition to that team. I agree. I think that's a hell of a pick. Uh, I do want to say this because I don't speak on too much crazy stuff. This is a little bit off topic. It's, it's about San Francisco. Um, Stephen A. Smith, I know you don't listen to my show. Please stop calling that man what you call. I'm not going to even say what you call it, man. Stop calling what Jimmy Garoppolo what you calling him, bro, on national television. What are you I'm not saying it, bro. I'm not saying it. Just go watch first take one day when they talking about San Francisco because they're going to talk about him. I'm going to just say this. That's going to take too long, man. You going to tell me off air? I'll tell you off air, but I'll just give you a reference. Jimmy Garoppolo was uh, spotted when he first got traded over there. He was spotted with a porn star. And Stephen A. put what he was spotted with in front of his name. I just said it like that. Uh, So... He can't. He gotta stop calling him man that on TV, bro. That just that just don't sound. Right. You gotta stop calling him man that. But it's what? <laughs> I know that's what he called it, man. And I, I, it's just wild. Anyway, Melvin Gordon to me, <laughs> Melvin Gordon to me, belongs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think if anybody should trade for him, I think they should trade for him. I don't even know who they starting running back is. I think it's uh Peyton Barber, maybe. I'm not Peyton sure. Peyton Barber, yep. Uh, yep. But I'm not saying that Peyton Barber shouldn't get a chance. I don't know. I think he has the potential to be a good back. But at this point in his career, he's not Melvin Gordon. And if we think back to Arizona with uh, what the quarterback name was, Carson – but his last name Palmer. is Carson. Carson Palmer. First name. Okay, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer and David Aaron. Uh, David. What's that boy's name? Boy, I can't get nobody's name right. Yeah, Aaron, David Johnson. Bruce, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians? Bruce Arians oh, okay. made David Johnson. I'm mixing all these names up. Made David Johnson into an elite back, at least for that one season. Uh-huh. So just imagine what he could do with Melvin Gordon because they similar style backs. They can both receive the ball. They're elusive. They can run between the tackles. So I think Bruce Arians is going to not only make Jameis Winston look like the Jameis Winston we always thought he would he was supposed to look like, and yeah. but I think if you add Melvin Gordon to that mix, it's gonna just solidify. Um, it'll solidify that offense. And, I mean, because that division not necessarily up for grabs, but if you add Melvin Gordon, you got some conversation over there that's going to make it, like, real tough in that in that uh, division. So, I think that's who – I think, me personally, that's who I think should uh, should try to go after Melvin. That's a good pick. I, I didn't see that coming. That's a great pick. That's a, that'd be a great situation for him. He'd be a cut number one start over there. Exactly. No problem. It wouldn't yeah. be. And with those weapons at wide receiver, Mike Evans and OJ Howard and Cameron Bray, that tight end, man. Yeah. Might be kind of scary. Exactly. And you know Bruce Aaron, he know how to spread the ball around. So, um, yeah. 
as long as Winston can be mature and handle it, which I think he will, man. This is like you said before, bro. It's a comp. This a come. Uh, this a contract gift for Winston. So, um, we'll see how that goes. So, <clears throat> before we get into our season predictions, we got a game coming up this this Thursday night uh, to start the season off. The Green Bay Packers versus the Bass. I don't know if you remember that game last year. It wasn't the first game of the season. I think it was that Sunday night yeah. game or something. But that was yeah. a hell of a fire game. I don't know if you remember watching it. Uh, yeah, that was Khalil Mack. I was actually at the bowling alley when I watched it, but Khalil Mack was wilding in that game, man. Bro, Khalil Mack balled out, dog. That man had like a pick six, a fumble recovery. Yeah. <laughs> he went crazy, bro. He, that was his first game after the Raiders had traded him, bro. He yeah. wanted to make a statement, man. Bro, he had a career, a career season in one game. <laughs> I think who you well who you got in this game? Who you got? Packers or the Bears? Um I'm gonna go Bears. I'm gonna uh, I'll talk later why I mean not Bears. I'm going Packers. I'm going Packers. Okay. I I'll say why later because you know, my cousin, my M V T pick or whatever. But yeah. Okay. okay. We'll get to that. Well, I I I think the Bass get they uh get their revenge this year. They they kind of lost it in the end. I, I think Mitchell Trubisky gonna step up. I think the Bass defense just solid enough to just to slow them down enough to win. It, but it is Aaron Rodgers. But we don't know what kind of offense they got. It's more questions with the Packers for me because yeah. they got a new head coach. We don't know what kind of what kind of plays they're gonna be running. I mean they they proven on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know what their defense gonna be like, and the Bears got a really good offensive-minded coach. They got a new defensive coordinator, but they still got the pieces there. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we'll see how the new offensive mind goes against the new defensive mind with them, and maybe it changes. I don't know, but I gotta go with the Bears. Uh, I just think the Bears gonna take this game. I think the Bears are not even sneaky good no more. I think. They, they kind of set a standard last year, and, and honestly, I'm the type of person, I'm about to hold them to that standard. So I expect them to win a lot of games this season. Um, so um, okay. I, I expect them to win this first game. You got to get this catch back on, on Green Bay. You can't let this slide. Uh, that's just me personally. Um, so now we can get into our season predictions, though. So, we got a lot of things. Coach of the year, MVP, defensive player of the year, uh, offensive, defensive rookie of the year, comeback player of the year. And then we're going to pick our division winners, our NFC, AFC representatives, Super Bowl picks. We're going to start. Coach of the year, who you got? Coach of the year. Now, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking – who did what last year, even though that has, that has no relevance to what happened this year. But I thought about people who may have got robbed or may have didn't get the credit they deserve. And I thought they'd go into this year with a chip on their shoulder. And a team that I think is going to have a really good season is the Los Angeles Chargers. So, with that being said, I'm going with the brother. Anthony Lynn to win Coach of the Year this year. 
even though, you know, my uh my inside is no longer with the Chargers. I don't know if we updated the cams on that. But Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. We updated him a long time ago. He's now with the Rams. So I don't have any ties. This is no bias pick. I don't have any ties to the Chargers anymore. I could care less. As a matter of fact, I hope they lose week one because we play on week one. So I hope they get off to a rough start. But, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to go with Anthony Lynn. Man. I think he's a great, phenomenal coach. I got to see him work up close. I've seen the effects he's had on his other coaches and the players. Uh, once they get that Melvin Gordon situation hashed out, I think that'll be a weight off his shoulders, regardless of which way it goes, whether they keep him, whether they trade him, just to get that out of the locker room and get people from talking about it around him. Then I think he'll be able to focus strictly on coaches, and I think that's going to benefit him a lot. I'm going with Anthony Lynn. You know what, bro? I wrote down two names, but you saying that, that's really a good pick, I think. But somebody that I think that I, it just popped in my mind because of what you said. But I think we need to watch out. And it's not my pick, but I think we need to watch out for Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is in line. If they have a good season, he in line to get another co- a coach of the year bid because he didn't endure a whole bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like a whole yeah. bunch. That's a good pick. So, um, but that's that's not who I'm going to pick. That's not who I'm going to go with. And I'm I'm actually in debate, in, like right now, even as we as I'm talking, in my mind on who I should go with, with the two names I got on my paper, right? And I spoke on one of them earlier. The one name I have is Bruce Arians. I think he going to turn Tampa Bay around. I think he that type of Wow. I think he that type of – I do think he's that type of coach. And um, I think he in a tough division, but I think he in a division that can be not got because I think the – I hate to jump ahead a little bit, but I think the Saints kind of clearly are the best team in that division. But I think he can make some noise, and if he can turn that team around into a potential, either potential like a ten game, ten you know the one ten games, or if they can maybe get into the playoffs, that might be that might be some that be historic. Enough. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, that should be enough. Right. Was, right. Uh, but. I also got another name on my paper, and I'm not trying to be <laughs> this guy, right? I'm really not trying to be this guy, but oh, man. I got to be this guy today. So <laughs> I'm going to be oh, this guy today. Man. Jason Garrett is going to win. Jason Garrett is going to win Coach of the Year. No, nah, nah, listen, hit me out. Hit me out. No, hit me out. No, hit me out. No, I want you to hit me out. Because, don't get me wrong, I am the first person to say that, and I said it earlier, and I've said it in arguments about Dak Prescott and he not having the coaching that he deserves to have in order to get the money that he's going to get paid. But I will say this. Let's keep in mind, in the last four seasons, Jason Garrett has been to the playoffs, what, two, three times? Now, he don't win. He won two games. He won two games. Don't get me wrong. I understand. Like, don't get me wrong. But I think Jason Garrett, as garbage as I think he is, I think I'm kind of overrating his garbageness, if that makes sense. Because he still get his team to the playoffs. And he still didn't win a division two of the last three years. 
And that do count for something. Now, I get it. As people that most people out there, y'all cowboy haters, so y'all like, this dude crazy, and he just a fan, and I get it. But if Jason Garrett, if Jason Garrett hands down win this division and bring his team uh, far into the playoffs, hell, potentially the Super Bowl, Jason Garrett has deserved a coach of the year bid. So that's that's my pick for for Coach Lee. I think Jason Garrett, because that's just the politics of the NFL too, dog. I ain't even lie. Like I could just see for some strange, weird, dumb reason, Jason Garrett being the coach of the Cowboys for the next five years because he won he won Coach of the Year this year. Like I could just see some weird stuff like that happening, dog. And I'm gonna be like disappointed, but it's gonna happen. I am appalled. I am appalled that you had the unmitigated y'all. Sit on your ship. Okay, Jason Garrett. <laughs> but go ahead, bro. Just, just continue on with the show, bro. Hey, that was my that's my pick, bro. It's either him or Bruce Aarons, but I, I gotta go Jason Garrett, coach of the year. Alright. Moving on. <laughs> MVP, who you got? You go first. Oh, that's perfectly fine. I don't have this ain't even no hesitation. Pat Mahomes gonna win MVP. For a second time. That's what I think. <laughs> right out, right through the front door. Yeah, I, I'm not going to even – I just see his off – I just think that with the weapons that they have, they just picked up Shady McCoy. I mean, they yeah, got, all, kinda all, they got all kind of weapons. I mean, hell, they didn't even use Sammy Watkins last year. Just think if they incorporate him into the mix. I mean, uh, I got Pat Mahomes. I don't, I don't think there's no question. Uh, that's just me. say this though i will say this this is my dark horse pick aaron donald defensive player having won mvp hell i don't know no when the last time it happened if it ever happened but it never happened i think aaron donald got the potential did aaron donald get 25 sacks uh 20 plus sacks again like 25 he got what 21 this past season Ridiculous for a defensive tackle, bro. That is, we talked about that a lot last season. That is just all like automatically ridiculous. That don't happen. 
or whatever. Yeah, some D tackles don't get that for their career. Exactly. <laughs> Let alone. So, so if this man, this man could potentially do it. Um, I think if I think if any defensive player could get it, based off last base just based off last season, it's funny because he's not even my defensive player of the year. But just based off last season, yeah, I, think, I think I think he could kind of he might could shift that a little bit. But Pat Mahomes definitely my pick. All right, defensive player of the year, who you got? It's my turn to be a homer. And you went out the front door with uh, Jason Garrett. I'm going to go with Darius Leonard, man. The rookie last year the all-pro. The young stud led the NFL in tackles last year, and he missed two games. Um, yeah, man. Self-explanatory for Darius Leonard. I think he takes the next step. I don't even know what the next step is from that season he had last year, but Maybe just to do it again, be consistent, prove he's consistent. I think he will go out there and perform just as well, if not better, than he did last year. And I think he's going to be such a player of the year, man. I'm going to go with Darius Leonard. That's my guy. That's a good pick, um, especially based off what he did last year. Um, I don't know. You can you can attest to this better than I can. And I'm not knocking his game or nothing because I, I really just don't know. How is he in coverage? Cause I noticed that like linebackers that's that's good in coverage and can tackle, they more up for I think what Luke Keekley wanted uh, not that long ago, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. yeah so that I'm thinking about linebackers. So is he pretty good in coverage? Yeah, he, he he's wide sideline to sideline, great speed. He don't catch a lot of interceptions, I would say. He but he deflects a lot of passes and he tackles well in space. So he, he he's pretty good. Okay. Well, I, I don't think he's a bad pick, uh, even though I know you picked him just because he's a coach. Because uh, clearly they got way better defensive players. So, yeah. I just can't really think that too many linebackers better than him. Well, not, well, I had a better season than him last year. At the linebacker spot, you might be right. Uh, I think the dude uh, the Jets just got from the Ravens, he might be up there with him. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. He's... Oh, uh, McCain, McCain. Is that his name from the Ravens? I, I, I think. I forgot his name. If that that might be him, I'm, I'm not sure. But he was he was pretty damn good. Um, but if I had to pick my defensive player of the year, my defensive player of the year, and I think it's just because they they trade, they like to trade off. Um, and the 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 only defensive player of the year to uh what get votes in? Yeah, Mosley. 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 That was his name. Um, yeah. But I got to go through another Alabama linebacker. That was Rolando McCain. McCain, that's what I was thinking about. So, yeah, it's TJ Mosley. Right. My defensive player of the year is going to be Khalil Mack. What, I think he was the only player to get, uh, what, what it was, pro yeah. player in, in defensive in and in uh, outside linebacker. Yeah, that's like that. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, think, I think he made – I think with him having an offseason with, with this team – him being healthy, um, I think he kind of he you know it's, just, it's him and Aaron Donald to me as far as best defensive players right now, like dominant defensive players right now. Um, yeah, and I think he up for it. I think he might out, which would be crazy, but I think he has the potential to outperform uh, Aaron Donald this year um, in sacks, which is a, that's tough. But I think he's gonna outperform him in sacks this season. And I think Khalil Mack going to win defensive player of the year this year. I don't know. I'm going to go with Khalil Mack. I'm going to go with Khalil 
know, man. Aaron Donald got a new coach, man. Let's see what that young guy can do. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He does have a new coach. <laughs> that's true. No knock on the coach here today, but Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald, they just it's, – it's hard for me to pick it between both of them anyway, but uh, I'm just going to – I just feel like it's, it's – I think it's Khalil Mack's season to really show – you know, who he is, and uh, I think we're going to see that tomorrow, tomorrow night, Thursday night. Yeah, um, yeah that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. I, uh, your defensive player of the year and my MVP pick go against each other tomorrow night. That's true. That's true. So that, that'll be crazy if, if Khalil Mack have another ridiculous game like he did the opening season. No. 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 <laughs> that'd be crazy. No way. Okay. I'm going to send my MVP pick down the toilet. Early. Don't do that. Well, Hopefully he can stay off the injury report this year, because uh, he been on yeah. it a lot lately, dog. And we, yeah. he got to she got to do something about that. Uh, you just spoke about the defensive rookie of the year from last year with Darius Leonard. Who's your defensive rookie of the year this year? Oh man, I'm gonna go with the young guy, Nick Bosa, man. Is it in jeans? He's a Bosa, the big brother Joey. Was dominant his rookie year. I expect Nick Bosa to not take any step back from that. I think he'll have equally uh, dominant his rookie season. He's very explosive, uses his hands well, great technique. I sound, if I sound like a defensive line coach, it's because I've heard all this from a defensive line coach. And that's why I'm expecting him to have a great season, good size. Uh, the 49ers will be down a lot. So he'll be in a lot of pass rushing situations, which will allow him to get a lot of pass. So I expect him to, to perform well this year. I think the 49ers is a great place for him. And I see big things in that kid's future. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I know, you know, what you're saying about the Bosa's. And to me, uh, either they drinking too much milk or they dieting bad. <laughs> Maybe just in their jeans, they just don't have good bone structures and ligament structures. Because they stay hurt. They're loud. So, I I don't think it's a bad pick if he play. But he might not play. So, in my mind, I don't know how to feel about that. He, let's just keep it, let's keep it real. He did sit out, what, almost a whole season in college. Um, yeah. So, he ain't been hitting nobody in a, in a while. He ain't really been tackling nobody for a while. So, um. We'll see how that go. I, I don't think it's a bad pick. I just don't know. They just so injury prone, bro, and it's it's just tough for me to go with go with them. Uh, and then like I don't know. You got to be like you got to be outstanding. You got to be outstanding to be a defensive rookie. Like your boy was really outstanding last year, and I think the only person that got the potential. They got I think they got a couple people, but the main person to me that got the potential to even have a. a a kind of a close year like your boy had last year, and that's Devin White, and that's bad rules right there. So you know, I I, I gotta go with, I gotta go with that because this man here, they said coming out how great of a linebacker he was at LSU, uh, his leadership abilities, um, just him him having that eagerness to be the best linebacker to play football. I think he gonna come out. I think he gonna shock the world. And I think, I think he gonna take, he gonna be the the new like uh, Derrick Brooks 
of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He got that type of potential. Um, so I think I think that's what I'm that's what I'm going with, man. Then plus I'd be I'd be dead wrong not to pick the Baton Rouge person as defensive player of the year, knowing they got somebody from Baton Rouge in there. So I got to go Devin White with that one. Um, that's true. That's true. That's a good pick, though. I, I, Devin White's a great, great kid. You know, it works extremely hard. That's what I like most about him. Not that, the fact that he's physically a freak, but the fact that he works just as hard as his talent. And, you know, always be talent when talent don't work hard. So that's true. He's got them both. That's true. So, offensive rookie of the year. Man, I'm going to go with the young, young gun slinger, man. Tyler Murray, man. I'm going to go. I think that Cliff Kingsbury system, even though we, you know, we killed Cliff Kingsbury with good reason on this podcast. Exactly. And he got hired. But the system I think he has in place is telling me for Tyler Murray. You know, that's, that's why he even said before he was the coach of Arizona that if he had the number one pick, he'd take Tyler Murray in a heartbeat. Because he knew that was the guy for his system. And immediately when he got the job, the rumors went out that he was taking Tyler Murray. Even with Josh Rosen there, all that unfolded and what happened. Tyler Murray ends up in Arizona. He, they gave him the keys. He's going to drive the car from day one. I just think just from that standpoint, the fact that he's going to be out there from day one with a chance to show what he can do, I think it's going to give him well, I don't think that's a bad pick. I personally think that Kyler Murray going to have a sneaky good season. Better than most people uh, think that he's going to have. Um, you know, I kind of stashed him on a couple of my uh, fantasy football teams just in case he, he start balling after week two and I need to sit down with my yeah. starter. Uh, but honestly, I think back to when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. And I think back to, and it all his name always, um, I forget his name, but I think back on how good of a running game that Tampa Bay had to go along with that defense that they had. And this, the dude that was the running back, whoever his name was, I can't, I'm so mad I can't think of, but that was like the best season of his career. I think he was a thousand yard back that year and all that good stuff. So I'm saying all that. Yeah. The year that Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. It wasn't work done? No, it wasn't work done. It was, uh, I just asked she just the other day, and I cannot think of this dude's name. Uh, I keep wanting to say your boy that played for Pittsburgh, but that's not his, That's not who that was. I can't think of his name. But anyway, I say not I like to Pittman. say, what'd you say? Not Michael Pittman. Pittman, uh, that's it. That is his name, I think. I, thought, oh, I think it was oh, Pittman. Okay. Uh, but he yeah, had he got a it's kind of starting. Show y'all who he is. It's kind of starting wide receiver at USC right now. Oh wow, USC garbage. Yep. Anyway, uh, yep. And you said I yep. was on week one. You, you, My quarterback you, too is ACL. You said, you said yep. <laughs> you already agree with me. Side note. Side note. Side note. Before you, before you even get off, to show you how bad I'm doing quarterbacks right now. My NFL quarterback retired. The college football season just started last Saturday. We won our first game, and our quarterback two is ACL, and it's done for the year. That's how bad I'm going with quarterbacks right now. I mean, you're bad because you still got your Kobe Brissett, bro. He might have a really good season. But either way, I said all that to say about the, the Tampa Bay Bucks and all that stuff when they won a Super Bowl. The coach of that team 
was John Gruden. John Gruden now coaches the Raiders. I personally think Josh Jacobs is going to have, he's going to have the best running back season of a rookie this year, like of all the rookies this year. I think he's going to be the best rookie running back this year, and I think he's going to get the ball. If he if he stays uh, on the field, he got the potential to be the best back. That's his thing. He don't, you got to stay healthy. Right, right. And that's that's the only thing without any running back for the most part. But if he stay healthy, I think he's going to probably have the best rookie season um, because they're going to run him. They're going to run him and they're going to throw him the ball. Uh, so I think I think he probably the best back coming out this this year, and I, I I got him for my offensive rookie of the year. So um, lastly, lastly, comeback player of the year. You got an idea who? Man, you I'm gonna go and be a, a bit of a homer. So now that I'm forced to be a Rams fan. And I've heard good things about this kid post-injury. I heard he's recovered well. He's 100%. And he will be out there week one, ready to go. I'm going to go with Cooper Anthony Cup. Anthony's not really his middle name, but we're going to go with that for the sake of the show. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Uh, I think before, the in- before his... Chill out, bro. Let me, let me do this. Super Cup is going to be real productive. I think they have a lot of weapons over there for the Rams. They have Robert Woods at receiver, Brandon Cooks at receiver. So Cooper Cup is going to see a lot of favorable matchups. I think he's definitely going to go out there and produce at a high level. He He's going to get back to how he was pre-injury. And if he does that, I don't think he'll have any problem winning comeback player of the year. I know that's a difficult reward award for a receiver to get. I can't even think of who was the last receiver to win come back to that. That is a good question because I don't know. I don't know that. Um, I think that's a good pick. That was actually somebody that I had to look up, and I was like, man, who you know who would be considered comeback players? And you know, he he a top of a lot of lists, um, rightfully so. Because I mean, before he got hurt, you could have argued that he was. You could have argued that he probably was the best receiver on that team. You could have argued any one of them was yeah. the best receiver yeah. on that team at any point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. So, and when you when you can say three guys, or the, all three of them could be the best one out of the receiving core, you got a good receiving core. Um, so, Is that the best receiving core in football? Real quick. Uh, they might. I don't know, man. One, your bar, I got to go with them one, two, and three. I'm now, trying to think. One and two, I gotta go Minnesota. Cause stealing and digs is crazy. But then, like, you gotta say Hill and uh and Kelsey. Hill and Kelsey. Oh, serious, we were though. tight ends. I wasn't. I wasn't talking tight ends. Oh, you just talking about just receivers? In. Okay, well, yeah, Which you might be right. Too. If you talking about just just receivers, yeah, like just wide receivers, you yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're right. A whole receiving court does include a tight end. But I wasn't. Think about that end when I say that. But see, I, okay, well, yeah, you you might you might be right. You know who got a sneaky it's good? Still, just a Sammy Watkins and Kelsey, nasty boy. Bruh, and like once one receiving call, we sleeping on a little bit because we don't talk about him. Tom Brady got some weapons this year, bruh. <laughs> bruh, but they cut the Mary Thomas and then they and resigned. 
They resigned him. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they signed him for one. I guess they resigned him because because Nikhil Harry got hurt. You heard about that, huh? He's out for I think eight weeks. Oh, well, that make that makes sense. Yeah, so that's why they went back and got Demarius. Okay. Yeah, but they kind of sneaky good because they got Josh Gordon, Demarius, and Edelman. They kind of sneaky good too. That's crazy. Yeah, that's serious. That's serious right there. Um. As far as my team, the Patriots, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they division, they division helped them out so much. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, yeah. My, my comeback clear of the year, and I, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm not a Saints fan at all. Um. So with that being said, I won't pick no damn Saints. Cause I don't even know who could be a comeback <laughs> player on the year. I don't know who could. Oh, I, I ain't got nobody that I would pick for the Saints. I wouldn't. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody on their team. I pick at for any of these awards anyway. I. I, I mean, Drew Brees. I don't think gonna have that good of a season. They ain't got that great of defensive players other than, um, oh boy, he not he not the caliber of Khalil Mack. Uh, I don't know Cameron, Jordan. Cameron Jordan. Offensive and defensive rookies. I don't know who they even have on their team like that. Um, but I will pick somebody that's on another team that's their rivals. And I don't really care for this team either. But I think this dude here is just that. Oh, league. I know where you're going. And I'm going to go with Deion Jones. I think Deion Jones one of the top linebackers in the league. He just had an unfortunate injury last year. Um, but he just got paid. Yeah. So his expectation, they, their expectation for him is high. And I think his expectation in himself is high. So um, I think he's going to prove it. Um, I'm going with Deion Jones. Let me tell you why you made me, made me look bad with that pick. You know how you reference uh, Devin White? Mm-hmm. And you were saying the fact that he's, you know, from, from Baton Rouge? Uh-huh. Yeah, Jones is from Algiers. He's from my hood. My mom knew his mom. <laughs> and I didn't pick that, man. Because I didn't think about it. I didn't even think about it. Ah, now I feel bad. I feel bad. Okay, y'all, I'm going with Deion Jones, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I'm wrong. <laughs> I should have picked that, man. Y'all forgive me, Algiers, I'm sorry. That man apologized to Algiers. That man apologized to Algiers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely had to apologize to my hood. Oh, man. Okay, well, I'm going, that's who I'm going with. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, But it don't matter. Uh, Somebody picked him on the show, so he got mentioned and he got talked about. So that's all that really matters. Okay, so now we're going to run through these division winners. First, and then our AFC and NFC representatives, and then we'll say Super Bowl. So, we're going to start with the AFC. AFC North, who you got? AFC North. I am definitely, uh, man, that's a tough division. Why did you give me a tough one out the gate, man? I mean, well, the AFC kind of, only one of them is easy in the AFC. Well, two of them possibly, but one of them is really easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me? That's true. One of them is, and that's the AFC East, but we'll get to that. But uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with uh, Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm going with Pittsburgh. I'm not even confident in that, but I just feel like the experience factor of Big Ben He's the most experienced quarterback out of the three teams I was contemplating. Because let's be serious, nobody's going to pick the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So 
the Browns or the Ravens, and Big Ben is the most experienced quarterback. He, he's gotten to the playoffs countless amount of times. He knows how to win games. And like you said, with those headaches that's gone out of the locker room with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, like Tom may have a clear head for the first time in I don't know how many years. He may be able to get back to this coach. And if that's the case, Big Ben will get back to just playing. I'm not trying to satisfy people's egos. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh, man. I'm gonna be honest. I'm going with um, Pittsburgh as well. Uh, if they what? don't win, if they don't win, then Big Ben gonna he gonna hear it from me. I'll just put it out there like that. I'm gonna have a lot to say about how good or how garbage he is coming into this season because uh, he probably retired. Yeah, they they, they the need to make the playoffs. Um, one just because. They need to, but they just need to because they're the Steelers. And they should win yeah. the division. Even though the Browns look real good on paper, like you say, I just don't see him getting beat out by Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. I just don't see it. Or Andy yeah, Dalton, yeah. for that matter. Uh, oh. So, I'm not even going – Steelers. And then I want, I want Mike yeah. Tomlin to, to kind of just make everybody shut up and, and understand that he's still – the second best coach in the league, uh, and one of the most elite coaches that we've seen in this generation. So they need to stop disrespecting him, man. Man, what they was talking about firing that man last year. So I, I think he he do for a really good season. Um, NFC, I mean AFC, AFC South. <laughs> Bringing it home, huh? <laughs> to my hometown team, man. Oh man, look. I come on this show, I talk a lot, of, a lot of crap about my team and about other people's teams. But I'm I'm not biased, man. I'm going to just keep it real. I had us reacting to this a week and a half ago. It was a no-brainer. It was Indianapolis, hands down. But due to drastic changes, and I'm going to just say this one time, and Errol will just move on because it hurt me to say this. Ah, uh, All right, well... I got the Texans and the Colts written down because I'm just trying to figure out which one I'm going to pick. And just sitting here actually thinking about it, uh, I think the Texans going to really miss uh, Jadavian Clowney. I don't think they gave him enough credit. J.J. Uh, Watt, even though J.J. Watt was like this mystical creature about three, four, five years ago when he just was like yeah. the best defense. like one of he was going to end up being the best defensive player we had ever saw and all this and stuff. That all oh, that's gone. That's dead. That's dead, dead. So, um, JJ Watt ain't even to me half the player he used to be. Um, he just a name at this point. And I, I'm just being honest. And the reason I'm saying that, this man had two or three back surgeries in the last three seasons. You ain't the same. That's true. You're not the same. And you're not gonna be able to produce the same. And you might not even better stay on the field the entire year. Um so I think you miss, I think they're gonna miss Jadavian Clowney. And honestly, maybe just because I'm not a big Texans follower, I just don't know who else they got on their defense. And I think they got I think they're gonna be awesome on offense. I think they're gonna be awesome on offense. I think Deshaun Watson is gonna be that awesome. He's gonna be great. Um, but I just think overall the Colts got a better team. And I got the Colts still winning the division. Because they got the best offense in line. Their defense is, is is solid. They got a good running game, yeah. a better receiving court than they had last year. 
My thing is the Texans can potentially outscore them, but the Colts can got the potential to actually stop them, which to me puts them over yeah. the Texans. Uh, so I'm, I'm going Colts. I'm being honest. Got to go Colts. Yeah, one thing I can say before we move on is the Texans defense definitely took a step back. They lost a couple people out the secondary. Along with the Clowney loss, it's going to hurt their pass rush a lot. They definitely took a step back on defense, especially if J.J. Watt is not the same player he was in the past. Like you said, that I think they're hanging their hat that he, he is that great and that he can make up for those losses. But I I don't know if he's that player still. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he is. I don't know. But if, like you said, it's true, and he's not that same player, their defense is in trouble. Yeah, in trouble, bro. J.J. White ain't getting to the quarterback like that no more. Like, he just ain't – he ain't causing deflections like that no more. Like, he was awesome, but I just don't I just don't see him produce. And then he got to do it by himself. Like, it's different if he got somebody to take a little slack off of him. He got – he on that defense. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, you're right. He got to do it most of it by himself. That's going to be hard. That's going to be a yeah. lot for him. And if he gets double teamed, he don't have that clowning to take the pressure off him. Anymore. But that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. So I got I got I still got I got the coach. I I I I want the Texans to do good. I want the Texans to, to win it, but I just think y'all gonna win it. Because I just don't I don't think the Texans gonna gonna do it. I just don't think they will. I think that offensive line play that y'all got is superior to most teams. And I think, if we win this division without Andrew Luck. The rest Colts. of these teams in this division should be ashamed of themselves. They should really be ashamed of themselves. That's for Tennessee, that's for Jacksonville, and that's for Houston. Tennessee, Lord. Right. Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee belong in the, in the uh, AFC East. Uh, they need to swap out. Bruh, they could. They could. So, speaking of the AFC East, uh, I don't think this, we even need to have too much of a conversation about this one, but... Uh, New England, yeah, New England for me too. The only people that's on there that could potentially seem like an okay team is the Jets. Everybody else didn't give; they don't give a damn about their team no more. So uh, I'm not going to even. But yeah. AFC West, who you going with? Oh, uh, hmm, that's an interesting one. That's a two-team race right there. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs just because they're so loaded on offense. I don't know what their defense gonna look like, but that offense is loaded. And with the Chargers not having Melvin Gordon, uh, it makes it easier for me to, to rest that night picking the Chiefs to win that division. Yeah, um, yeah, I got that's what I got written down. I got the Chiefs, man. I, Pat Mahomes my MVP, so you can't you can't Pat. lose the division and, and be MVP In, unless they had like that. Both of them had them really good seasons last year. So uh, as far as the teams, so yeah, they all they almost still was out of it. And they won all them damn games. Both of them won 12 games. Well, at least 12 games. Right. Um, so, I, I got the Chiefs, too. I think the Chiefs are just superior. Um, that's just what I think. So, um, yeah. NFC North, who you got? Ah, that's a tough one, too. That's a tough one. Two of the teams played to start the season Thursday night. There's another dark horse team with the Vikings. Um, I'm going to go with Green Bay, man. I got to ride with Green Bay since I did pick Aaron Rodgers to win MVP 
it wouldn't be right if I picked another team to win the division, right? So, uh, as much as I'm not confident in that, I'm going to go with Green Bay for the sake of my MVP pick. I've heard some people say uh, Green Bay. I've heard some people say the Vikings. But I just personally think the Bass going to win this division without any question or any – it's not going to even be close. I don't even think it's going to be close on who – What? I, I'm serious. I just don't see it being close. I think they're going to just dominate the division. Um, and it's, it's time. I mean, to, to me, it's time. It's time for the really have good competition in this division with Aaron Rodgers being in it. It's, it's unfortunate for him because unlike uh, – Unlike uh, Tom Brady, who don't have no competition in his division and can just go to the playoffs every year because his division is so weak. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, as great as he is, he has to go against all these foes now where he got to really battle to really get into the playoffs because his division is strong. But, you know, you know sometimes you can't control the cards that you dealt. And the, 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 Bears, the Bears got a lot of space in their hands. And the Packers, the Packers got a lot of aces, but not a lot of spades. That's, that's true. <laughs> so, so, so I'm that's going true. with the Bass. I'm going with the Bass for that division. Uh, okay, NFC South. Who you got? <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a huff, huff and puff too, and I got to make mine. So you must have the same. You guys must have the same team, uh, I think that I think Tampa is going to be much improved. Like you stated earlier, um, I think Atlanta would be much improved because they had a lot of injuries last year. I mean, a lot of injuries. And with that being said, though, I'm going with the New Orleans Saints, who I expect to be a top team and and contend for a Super Bowl this year. They're, they're very well put together, man. I, I, can't, I don't have nothing negative to say about the Saints. They're a really good football team. They play well at home, of course. And if they just go 500 on the road, they're looking at probably 12 wins. So uh, I'm going to go with the Saints as my pick for the NFC South. I respect your pick because I picked the same one, same team. Which I hate the fact that I had to pick the Saints, but I just don't see nobody competing with them in their division, bro. Like the Panthers, I don't see them being that good. I think their offense is going to be – Christian McCaffrey. I don't think the offense is going to be nobody else but Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Cam Newton is going to be the, the dump, the drop-off king, the dump-off king. That's all he's going to do. He's going to be just pitching it to Christian McCaffrey in space. I think that's going to be their game plan for the most part because I don't know none of their receivers. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, and then I don't really trust Cam Newton. I'm not going to even touch on uh, Matt Ryan and them because I just – I think they – I think you know, Stephen, they always say, Whatever can go wrong will go wrong with the Cowboys. I feel like that's the that's the, really the Falcons. They just don't they just not love nationwide or don't have a big fan base, so it it's not as bad. But yeah. whatever can go wrong with the Falcons will go wrong with the Falcons. And uh, I just don't see them beating out the Saints. But I will say this about the Saints. And I don't wish no injury or nothing on anybody, but. I'm afraid to see what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara this season because him as the lead back and taking on majority of the carries, I don't think it's good for his build and his his the way he plays. So I, I'm really scared for him this season. 
Because I personally think he's going to probably get broke up. He's going to be suffering injuries, little, little knick-knack stuff, you know, throughout the season or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the only thing that, that put me kind of like on a cautious tip with the Saints. But I think the Saints going to take that division. I don't really see them having no serious competition, you know, in a division. But they might. I mean, their division always seem to play each other really well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. NFC East. I'm going to go ahead and get mine out of the way. I got the Cowboys winning that thing. Hands down. Let's go, baby. How about them? <laughs> got a bias bone in his body. <laughs> I got plenty of plenty bias bones. <laughs> me. I'm going to be honest. Go ahead. I, I, uh, I'm going to go with the Dallas Eagles, man. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles, man. I, know you I got the Eagles winning that thing. You a hater. And, 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 and you know what? I could give a whole bunch of reasons on why I think the Eagles. But no, I'm going to go with because every team is the Cowboys. I'm going with the Eagles. Point blank period. I understand. I ain't giving no explanation. I ain't giving no explanation. I understand. Like I said, I hope the Texans win y'all division. I just don't think they will. But since you want to be, you don't want to be objective. <laughs> since you don't even want to be objective, then that's fine. You know, you just pick the Eagles because you hate. That's fine. You can be a hater. That's fine, dog. Look, I ain't tripping. Cowboys going to win it. Jason Garrett going to win. Coach of the year. You know what I mean? And Dak Prescott going to be in the yeah, MVP right. votes. He going to be in the top five right. MVP votes. Now, watch, watch all that. Happen. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, none of that will happen. Okay, okay. None of it. We, we hey, we I done made wilder predictions that was wrong, so I ain't tripping. <laughs> I know you used to be wrong. We both are. We both are. Ask the Boston Celtics. Yep. Ask the Golden State Warriors. Anyway, so, uh, NFC West. I know you got, you got, you got, uh, you kind of got, you know, something. to a reason to pick a certain team, so I'm gonna let you pick. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I wrecked my brain all night over this one. You know, it, it was difficult for me to figure it out, man, but man. I came to the conclusion that I think I'm an edge by the slightest of margins. The Los Angeles Rams, man. You know, they're the most well put together team from top to bottom, offense and defense in that division. Uh, I think Seattle's going to be really good, though. I think Seattle's going to be good. Cardinals are rebuilding, of course. 49ers are, are trying to figure out their identity, who they are. So I think it'll come down to Seahawks and the Rams. And I'm going to go with the Rams. They're just they're, they're a better team, point blank, period. Yeah, I, I, I can't lie and say the Rams not a better team. But the only thing I got against the Rams is – Will they offense catch up with them in a sense of will people be able to kind of bog down on them like the Patriots did and, you know, get Jared Goff off his game? Jared Goff going to get tested a lot this year. And I, I think it's going to be a good season for him. But I think in divisional play, especially against the Seahawks, it's going to be some tough, tough games. And I think the Seahawks going to edge him. I don't think by much. I think the Seahawks gonna have a great season. I don't think the Seahawks gonna be this nine and seven, ten and sixteen this year. I think they might win 11, 12 games and they're gonna really battle in that division. Um and only reason I say that because I just think that the Seahawks have made a lot of moves and their defense is coming back around to having a lot of really good defensive players again. 
Um, uh-huh. So I think I just think they D line they front they whole front seven is serious. I mean you got Bobby Wagner, you got Davion Clowney. Uh, what's the other line? Yeah. Name I can't think of his name, but uh, and they got another pass rusher that I think he can be coming off suspension after four games that they really believe in. So I mean they they got yeah. a they got a serious front seven that's gonna be tough to uh, really do things. And then you know we talk about the Rams. I ain't gonna get into too much about the offense. But uh, it's got some chink. It got some chinks in them in them chains. It, you know, it got some weak links in them chains over there in in the Rams' uh, house. So, um, uh, we'll see how that go. You know what I'm saying? I think McShay good, but I think I think I think Pete Carroll, you know, want to keep making pushes and and Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, the true. So, I'm going. I'm going oh, Seahawks. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna count out Russell Wilson this year. I'm I'm gonna go Seahawks. All right. So, NFC. Representative in the Super Bowl, AFC representative in the Super Bowl. You can tell me both of them. Tell you both of them? Yeah, you can tell me both of them. Do I pick my winner or just tell you who I got going? Just tell me who you got going. We'll pick the winners after. Okay, I got, uh, I'm going Rams in the NFC and I'm going Chiefs in the AFC. Rams, Chiefs, Super Bowl. That's a that's a hell of a Super Bowl. I like I wanted to see that last year so bad. <laughs> I wanted to see that. Yeah, because so that bad. that regular season game they had was epic, crazy. Like yeah, it was a legendary game. Like that was that was one of the best football yeah. games, uh, pro football. I games ever seen. Watched. Yeah, me, me too. Period. Yeah. Um. So I'm going. We you know I'm mine. We going back a little bit. We going back in time to to the game that the that the old folks used to play with each other. Cowboys and Indians. So it's going to be the Cowboys and the Chiefs oh, in the Super Bowl, baby. Cowboys and Indians, baby. Let's go. That's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, that's going to happen. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Cowboys going to the Super Bowl this year. I know we stay say that every year, and it's preposterous every year. This finally one year where it might not necessarily be as preposterous no, as it normally is. I'm going to tell you, it's still preposterous. It's not preposterous. It's not. They are one of the yes, best teams in the NFL. Like they are top five team in the NFL. Period. They ain't got five teams better than the Cowboys. They're a top ten team in the NFL. They're not a top five team. Oh my God! You can't name five teams better than the Cowboys in the NFL right now. I can name five teams better than the Cowboys. <laughs> I can. Dog. Yep, name. I can. Them. Name them. The Chiefs. New England. The Rams, the Chargers. No, uh, that, that's uh, 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 oh, you cannot do that. You can't. Philip Rivers, stop it. No, okay. Why can't do it? Dak Prescott, I don't. What? What well, do you think? I mean, Dak Prescott better they, they than Philip Rivers. Uh, Dak Prescott got probably got more wins in the playoffs than Philip Rivers do in a career. No, he, no, he don't. No, he, he don't. got three wins. No, he, he got three wins in no, the playoffs. How many Philip Rivers got? I'm sure he has more than three. It's probably four. It's it, probably four. It, over 15, 16, it, 17 years. Look, we don't know the numbers. We can't just speculate. Look it up. We gotta look it up. You can't just say, oh, oh, it's four. I don't, I don't know. No, it's, it's not four. It's not four. Okay. And but who else? Who else? The Saints. You gotta... the, Saints. The, Saints. the Saints. The Saints. The Saints are better than the, the Chargers. They are. I'm not putting them in order. I'm just naming teams that's better than y'all. I'm not going like top to bottom. Who's better than y'all? Man, I just don't see the. I don't see the Chargers being. I think that's arguable. I think that's a real arguable thing right there. I think the the, the, the Bears better. The Bears are better than y'all. Nope. 
<laughs> what? I don't See think that? so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, man, get out of here. No, I'm giving y'all credit to y'all top 10 teams, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Man, we top five. But anyway. Uh, no, ain't no top five teams. Okay, so either way, that's going to be an argument that we don't even need to have. Um, What, who is going to win the Super Bowl out of your two picks? You know, I'm going with the Rams, baby. You know I'm going with the Rams. The Rams, if the Rams get there, I'm, I'm left. I'll be at that Super Bowl for sure. So, you think the Rams going to win? You think the Rams going to win the Super Bowl? Well, you know who I think going yeah. to win it. Cowboys, man. It's been 25 years. It's been a quarter century, baby. It's that yeah, time. Man. It's time. It's It's time, man. It's time, bro. Still really got, really got five players, man. Five. Five. He got two more than Dak Prescott. Two more. Over 17 years. He got two more wins than Dak Prescott got in the playoffs. Then you don't need a bunch. Cam only got three playoff wins, and that's even been two Super Bowls. I mean, it's Phillip Rivers. But either way, you got the Cowboys. I got the Rams. We both got the NFC winning it. We ain't put, I'm surprised when nobody put New England in the Super Bowl again, but we didn't. Because uh, we don't want to see them there. We want to see somebody different. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the, the, the reason right there. That's the story. Yeah, I don't want to see them in the, in the Super Bowl no more. But um, it's interesting, bro. We got some, some interesting stuff covered. Hopefully all my picks are right and all yours are wrong. Um, that's what I'm praying for for this season. That everything that you pick outside of what I pick with you is wrong. Just wrong. Ain't that something? Just all of it. Um, you know, unless you get some insider stuff, and it's right. But no, other than that, I, I won't be sharing. I won't be sharing any of my inside information <laughs> with you no more. Uh, uh, I already, we, I already missed out on break, breaking a story last night that I could have broke. You could have broke two of them. So, hey, it is what it is. Relax. It is what it is. Relax. So all Relax. I want you to do, look, you ain't even got to break this story. When you find out. When, what and how much and when Dak Prescott get paid, let me know. I'm breaking that. Let me break that. Just hit me up. Tell me the tell me the detail. I'ma put it on I'ma put it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. Dak Prescott about to get blah 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 blah. You just let me know that. I'm like, you're putting all the type of mood on me. I mean I'm tired this season, bro. My squad quarterback is tired. Okay, well, y'all got Jacoby Brissett, bro. And y'all just signed him. Y'all gonna be fine. Y'all gonna be fine, dog. You know, the Texans probably gonna beat y'all. Break the brakes off y'all, but still. All right. So thank y'all for listening. Um. Oh, one thing before we go, I want to shout out everybody that's um participating in the fifty fifty uh fantasy football charity league that we got. Uh, thank y'all for y'all participation. That's always greatly appreciated. Uh, so we definitely wanted to make sure we shot a child before it. I just want to also let you guys know that all participating in that league. Um, don't get it twisted. I'm still playing in the league. So unqualified sports could donate all the money to charity. So don't, don't get it twisted. All the money can go to charity. And my team looking That's solid. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, charity. I should I should have helped you draft that team because I don't trust you, bro. Hey, I, don't really trust you. I had the best draft. Like I had, like literally, got the best grade on on uh, out of everybody draft. Got the best grade. They say they say they only okay. predict me to lose one game, and that's week ten, and that's because 
two or three of my players on by. And that's the only reason they think I'm going to lose. I'm supposed to go 12 and 1, 13 and 1, or something like hey, that, whatever it is. So, so I'm going to go ahead and dominate. Only got, only got, ben Prescott only got one playoff win, bro, from what I'm saying. Dak Prescott didn't win at least two playoff games, though. It he don't matter. In, he, he, in, he, he moved. He won in two, though. How he won in two? They won. Oh, that's right. They lost that. They, they, they had a bye. I'm tripping. I'm, th- I'm forget they had yeah. a bye. Yeah, they went 13 and 3. Yeah, they had a bye. He had a bye. So he only won one playoff game, but relax. Okay, relax. Regardless, he it, regardless he get he get there more than Phillip Rivers do right now, and they a better team up and down offense and defense. They ain't even got yeah, nobody to rush the pass team. over there in uh in 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 uh I was about to say San Diego in L A. They ain't got nobody to rush the pass. Who they got? They got Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. You want it? That's it. All I got is Melvin Ingram. He don't even be on the field like that. So anyway, look. Yeah, as we wrapping up, as we wrapping up, how about them cowboys? That's all I gotta say. Y'all have a blessed one. Thank y'all. They trash.